Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Deep Half Podcast. Uh, in studio today, we have uh, nobody because we don't have a studio. Uh, on the other side of the line, we have Danny. Say hello, Danny. Hello, I'm Danny. <laughs> ah, so what's going on today, bud? How was your day? It's not bad. It- just getting busy, like sort of like I had the day off, so I kind of like make myself busy, even though I'm actually not busy. Mm-hmm. With that kind of revolves around is basically playing three or four cell phone games to exhaustion. But on a positive note, I did win about forty bucks in free stuff today. That's that is that is a plus. You you are you're in the plus with forty. What'd you get? Did you get any, uh, like, I mean, I make more than that working. No, I, I like know that. Day, but, but, if yeah. you get, but if you get 40, I do, I'm at, I think 160 from like, I think I put 30 in. So are we talking bets? What did you said? You got $40 of free stuff today. No, I mean actual cash. Oh, <laughs> that's even better. Yeah, it's actual cash. I linked my PayPal account. I could just transfer it to my PayPal account right now if I wanted it. <laughs> I feel like every time I do that to my PayPal account, I just start buying shit I don't need. I got to be careful. So, uh,. Today we are it's with. It's like a legitimate site. It's not like I just like kind of just playing free sale in the street, and I gave some guy my PayPal account to pay me money that he, I went off of playing free sale in the street. How how do you play free sale? Do you like I I mean I think I've played solitaire. I don't think I've ever played free sale on the computer. I've I seen it, but... I, I mean like I, I played off my phone. So I do actually play free sell and solitaire and I bet money on that. So I kind of just kept betting money and now I'm up like 140, maybe nah, 120. And I have some coupon for another 20 because I saved up enough tickets. Maybe deal. So I'm around 200. I mean, when he, when, he, when you gonna, five later. are you going to cut and run at a certain point? Do you have a number in mind? If I get bored with it, yeah, sure. But right now, I'm, I find it very entertaining. Like, there's this guy, and I think, I think the flag on his page is Sweden, mm-hmm. and he talks a lot of trash. <laughs> and it's kind of at the point where he's took so much trash, and I keep beating him that I like purposely lose games just to keep them strung on playing me and just to hear him keep talking trash. Cause I find it hilarious. I mean, if it's entertaining, it's entertaining. Can I, can we, can we get a taste of his, uh, his shit talking? Is it like, is it like decent English or is it like a Google translate Swedish to English kind of thing? Well, yeah. 
he speaks English. He's like, he's his avatar. My avatar is Vinny D's nutsles because they wouldn't actually let me choose Vinny Diesel or Vin Diesel, who is the person I like to actually pretend I am. Um, I even have a Vin Diesel Facebook page where I pretend I'm a um, a young eight-year-old Vin Diesel. <laughs> but I don't even think that was his birth name, so I'm sort of like, I kind of go by Vinny Diesel. I don't even think that's his last name either. I mean, how rich is yeah, he if he's the family that came up with the idea for Diesel? But... His default, his name is Mugashu, and his default picture is just an axe handle and a fire. Interesting. He's into metalworking? Smithing? (laughs) And he's into shit-talking you. That's great. (laughs) I'd like to meet him. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Like, what is this show called where they try to make the the greatest sword called? Oh, no. I I know what you're talking about. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And it's, it's actually a pretty funny show because once they make the sword. Hey, Jamie, look that up. They have one guy who inspects it, like, looking at it very detailed, like, like kind of like what they do with their dogs at the dog shows <laughs> and then the next guy kind of just takes rips it out of his hands and he takes it to some like silicon body just to test it out and see if it can kill someone so it's the show's like such like forged, falsely titled forged, like forged in fire sword, whatever the hell it's called it's forged in fire yeah yeah forged in fire it should be like titled can this kill someone <laughs> I mean, I I try to get through. I, the problem is, I try to sit my with my wife, and I was like, "Yo, let's just try this out." You know, maybe there'll be some characters on the show or whatever. I mean, she was into that tattoo show, that first season of uh, Inked. Have you ever seen that mess? Oh my god, you want to talk about bad tattoos? <laughs> but uh, well, I thought she'd be into this, and she being was... I used to be an actor, I've seen those casting notices. I've seen a lot of like strange casting notices. Like recently, in NYC, and they do casting notices for the tattoos, and a lot of the people who do them, like if you watch, what is it called, Inked? Yeah, that, yeah. With the fruity, the fruity Johnny Depp, David Barra. <laughs> the a lot of the human canvases are return people. They, um... So they're sort of thinking, imagining free tattoo, and right. not only free tattoo, but it's a chance of getting a free tattoo from one of the best artists in the country. But I... it's also very much roulette because you also have the possibility of getting a tattoo from some shitty guy who like has got fucking like arthritis and he's shaking the entire time, and you got some skull that looks like a. A fucking black bomb, man. I mean, I think one of the funniest things watching that show was going on Instagram and seeing like a where that where are they now, and and to see that some of like the bad tattoo artists were still not doing great work. <laughs> well, for yeah. some reason or another, still getting work like to be tattoo artists. 
that was kind of interesting. But uh, she, my wife would not watch that show with me. I tried. I tried. I couldn't get through the first episode. And I, I just don't have enough time to watch stuff on my own right now. Do you remember the guy who got the skull tattoo and he couldn't finish the skull tattoo in time? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the guy was pissed. I mean, his he, head, <laughs> he got his head. He had a shaved head. He got a tattoo on his entire head. He was so upset at the end because he it was unfinished. And he's, I'm just going to walk around now the strip with, like, half a finished tattoo on my head. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, well, he, there was a guy in the show that oh wanted a head tattoo, but it was something that was, like, would have been the equivalent of, like, a 12-hour tattoo, a lot of shading. And he wanted it in, like, yeah. It was like a tribal head tattoo that required a lot of sheeting and would essentially have been like, let's say, a 10, 12-hour tattoo. Right. And they gave him this time frame of like six hours or three hours, whatever it was. So the guy didn't finish. Anyway, I was walking up the street in Soho when I seen this guy, and I remember the tattoo specifically. And he doesn't have a hat on. He's just like kind of a bald guy with a head tattoo walking down the street. And I'm like, yo, you're the guy with the unfinished head tattoo from Inked, right? And he's like, man, fuck off. That's <laughs> oh, basically the closest I've ever came to fame. <laughs> yelling at a guy down the street with a bad head tattoo. <laughs> He was, he was so mad about it too, man. And but a part of me was like really happy that it wasn't able to be finished because it was just it was a, it was a I think it was like the winner of like the previous, like because they had like these games where it's just like you know yeah. you can progress to like the next thing you'll have like a you know whatever a ticket or whatever the fuck they were giving out, and um and it was like the previous challenging like the previous challenges winner. And then he got stuck with this guy who yeah, wanted like a full head tattoo. If I remember correctly, the guy wanted a full full head tattoo. But the dude was only able to finish the mohawk part of the tattoo. Oh, so he was left with just like the mohawk part of the tattoo. Now, was part of the reason that he couldn't finish it, because I haven't seen it in a while, was it because he couldn't handle the pain from that type of a tattoo? Because I remember, I like, I feel like he was taking a lot of pauses too. If I remember correctly, I might be misremembering. That's actually kind of like the best part of the show is these people are thinking free tattoos by some of the best artists in the country. So they come in and they're just kind of like, yeah, I want a house, but I want the, the house to be made out of bacon. And I want there to be three kids in the front of the house also made out of bacon. And do you know the, do you know uh, what, Should have just drawn a blank on what the Disney ride is called. Space Mountain. In, next to the house is Space Mountain, also made out of bacon. And in front of the house is a man, a big muscular man made out of bacon. And there are three people made out of vegetables walking by. And the muscular man is beating the shit out of them. And they just I described this big elaborate tattoo. And they're thinking they're going to get this big elaborate tattoo for free. 
And when they start speaking to the artist who's about to do the statue, they're like, what the fuck? Like, it's impossible to even do. Like, if I had 300 hours, that just sounds stupid and ridiculous. Very, very elaborate tattoo setting. Yeah. (laughs) I had... I used to train with this guy who's a great tattoo artist. Really impressive Japanese work. Brian Vaughn. So I like ask him in the locker room after class, um, what's like the strangest stuff you'd get requested as a tattoo? And he'd be like, man, I, I'm kind of like glad to say like I've gotten to the point where I'm not taking these crazy walk-ins anymore. But like at one point that was like, what you do it's like what everyone does in the process of tattooing is you get these walk-ins and you kind of got to deal with them on your way up and i'd get these people who'd be who'd come in and they'd be like um they'd want sobriety tattoos so naturally i'd ask like awesome naturally i'd say like awesome like how long have you been sober for and they'd be like three days and I just be like, man, I don't feel comfortable giving you this like sobriety for life tattoo when it's only been three days of sobriety. How about you come back to me in a year or two and be happy to give you this tattoo? Hell, I do it for free after you do a year or two for of sobriety. Yeah. What is that met with resistance or do people just go back to drinking or using heroin? Oh, you just use the extreme example, but yeah. <laughs> now three days. I mean, listen, bless you if you've been sober for three days. Keep it going. But yeah, you like you, you want like a real milestone. And I think I feel like a year or two is a good call before you start permanently inking up your body. But um, but yeah, it's. It's one of those things, man, where you're just, you know, like tattoo artists have to pay their dues. I mean, I remember being that type of a customer who would walk in and be like, hey, I, I, I'd like to get this and this done. And it's like, no, we don't kind of do that here. <laughs> and then we just kind of look at like, what do you mean? It's like, no, we do bigger pieces, blah, blah, blah. And you find out how much like the nicer studios cost an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, oh, okay. So you got to go back and do some more homework. You got to come correct, so to speak. But um, But yeah, I mean. I'm still, I don't know how many years I've been working on this, like, quarter piece that I've had on, on my right shoulder. That's almost, almost done. It's been almost done. But, Wait, uh, what did you just say? You have a quarter piece and you still haven't finished it in how many years? Oof. I think the last time she put ink to my body was, like, five years ago. Got to carve out time and money. Something I don't really have a lot of these days. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I yes, yeah, some tattoos do take a while to complete, and with work and kids and everything else like that, you don't really have the time. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> you got kids, bro. Did that pick up?
Oh, man. So uh, are we going to address the elephant in the room? Well, actually, something you mentioned actually I think makes a lot of sense with um, jiu-jitsu in general is these these guys who were like, like proud of three days sobriety actually reminds me of the white and blue belts who are sort of like, oh my God, I've been three days without jujitsu. What the fuck am I going to do with my stuff? Like, I think it's the wildest thing yeah. in these Facebook groups when these people, when these people are like, yeah, well, I'm going to be in Las Vegas for four days for work. Um, where's a good jujitsu school to train at? Like, goddamn, man, you're on vacation with your wife and your mindset, your mindset is I should be training jujitsu once or twice in that four days I'm on vacation. With my wife. Like really, you gotta get, you gotta get over yourself if that's your way of thinking, because I don't think Jiu-jitsu is an addictive sport. I think the word addiction should be used very specifically to things like drugs, to things like extreme habits, to things like coffee, to things like cigarettes, to things like that, to things like people eating fucking couch cushions, whatever. But I think the generalization of like jiu-jitsu is addictive. Yeah, I've been at this shit for like seven, eight years, man. I really enjoy it, and I feel great when I'm doing it, and I feel great when I'm doing it four or five days a week. But at no point do I think, like, I need to, like, I need this in my life as a finite. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Let me ruin my fucking honeymoon just so I can get, like, a few hours, a few rolls in. I mean, <laughs> some might argue that People ruin their wedding pictures by having a an element of, you know, like wearing their blue belt with their. It's tots. the corniest shit ever. <laughs> and usually, and usually, it's blue belts or purple belts. Who are like, blue belts are the greenest people ever. Like, look, you accomplished blue belt. Basically, you have what is the equivalent of a participation trophy around your waist i get it look i i commend you on sticking around that long i absolutely do because i understand that we train an extremely uncomfortable sport where we're putting people in very uncomfortable positions to the point where we ask to stop but do you really need to make the entire place uncomfortable because you want to wear your belt over your tocks to marry your wife <laughs> I just I just hope they stay with it, you know. It's like that's me at my wedding, I was a blue belt, and now look at me at my divorce. Yeah, I'm a brown those belt. Pictures are gonna look really weird years later if they wear. Yeah. <laughs> like either either or man. Their marriage or their or their uh jujitsu career. Oh man. That would actually pan out perfectly for them. If they quit, they actually got divorced, and those pictures just become useless yeah. in two different natures. Yeah, you could just hide the evidence altogether. 
So, uh, so do we talk about it, or maybe we shouldn't talk about? It. You know what? Let's not talk about why JB isn't here. But instead, let's talk about. Yeah, I feel take- like we just kind of like breezed over that. Like it wasn't actually a thing because it's never actually been a thing. Well, that's the whole. Here's the fact of the matter. You bet. Jith bitch was never here. Right. I, Danny Patrick BJJ, has been Jith bitch this entire time. Like, I'm not even fucking kidding you. I am a troll of the highest level. I've trolled kids, kids circumcision groups. I've trolled 4chan. I've trolled adult diaper groups. I've trolled literally anything you could think of. Comic groups, you name it. I created Jits Bitch maybe two months after I created Danny Patrick BJJ as meme pages. And I decided I was curious about female meme pages. There has never actually been a successful female meme page. The reason I say this is because you is because Jitsbitch is the only successful meme page. And it is actually a man from New York, born in Rockland County, and currently lives in Long Island City, not Queens. I'm just glad that you. Jack. It's listen. It's been Jack, a long time. Tell about the girl we had on the last few, the first few episodes, pretending she was jits bitch. Well, so two oh. things. One, you'll never find out who she is because she is. Uh, she signed a, an, like a what do they call those? A non-disclosure agreement, an NDA. So it's. It's moot. I can't even talk about it, really. What I can say—she's some girl I train with. What I what I can say, right? What I can say is that she uh, she made an appearance as Jits bitch, you know, knowing full well that um, she was getting financed by us. Yeah, this girl I train with used to be an actress and stuff like that. She got a great personality. Very. She does um, podcast herself and everything else like that. You really know how to handle the mic. I'm kind of fit the persona of who Jits bitch was. And I talked to her this, this, and this. She says she's game. She thinks it's hilarious. She thinks it's amazing. And it basically, I'm not going to mention what her actual name is. Nope. But Can't. that's who's been on the past cast the last few weeks posing as Jits bitch. Aside from the Ben episode, Ben was actually posing as Jits bitch. Yeah, he did a terrible job. We found out a little uh, too much yeah, about him. Yeah, he did a fucking awful job. <laughs> like, that, like how believable was he as Jitsbitch? It was not, like, he wouldn't even, no voice modulator or anything. He's just like, uh, hi, my name's, like, no, man. <laughs> fucking no. So, yeah, I mean. No man's. I mean, shout out. <laughs> I think I, I got to find it here. I think it's like the cuss button. If I can find it. Uh, yeah, shout out to Damien Mendoza, whatever the hell his actual real name is. No man's JR. <laughs> shout out. 
Oh man, where is it? <laughs> nope, that's not it either. Nope. Yeah. Where the hell? Shout there out to that is. ridiculous pine tree in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you know you're in East Los, <laughs> man. <laughs> but listen, uh, shout out to your female training partner. And uh, for helping us out all those last episodes. But, yeah, I mean, listen, guys and gals, uh, those uh, listening to the podcast, uh, to reiterate, Jits underscore bitch is actually Danny Patrick BJJ. And it was a social experiment that he was able to Jits prove. Jits bitch has never actually been a real female. No, it's been Danny the whole time. And and the fact that you all, like, you got to see some of Danny's DMs under the Jits bitch moniker. It's hilarious. The types of shots that are being shot at thinking that Jits bitch is a female and not actually Danny. So guys that are listening, be prepared. There will be a lot more uh, Jits bitch DMs uh, episodes yeah. coming down the line. Literally, <laughs> literally, the amount of DMs I get from men sweating over me oh is God. uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, guys. Get a hold of yourselves. <laughs> it's fucking embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. These fucking guys believed this entire time that I was actually a woman. And the lines that they would drop, oh my god, I would love to get unconscious in your triangle. Dude, what the fuck? What the fuck does that, what is hey, that bear. even? Hey, bear. Give you no gear. Fuck, man. Can you ask me, like, a more generic question? God, yeah. Uh, do you like to eat an acai bowl before or after rolling? It's like, please stop I like eating an acai bowl with the fucking burrito quesadilla from Applebee's. <laughs> Just so I shit myself 12 times at the same time. Oh, man. Ugh. <laughs> uh gross all of you guys are gross in those dms get it together but uh i hope you're happy you've created content for our for our podcast so thank you for embarrassing yourselves yeah yeah well I just want every single guy who's been in my DMs to just know that you've been talking to a guy the entire time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you, y'all really thought like your Rico Suave corniness was gonna work in this. Fictional woman was just gonna drop everything she was doing, find someone to watch her kids, plural, for four nights on a whim, take the first JetBlue airplane, <laughs> three states over, just to like come and just be like, oh my god, like <laughs> what you said about my ass was so motivating and inspirational that I had to come here and suck her dick. All the way out here <laughs> in North Dakota. Like, yeah. 
Give me a better example of wishful thinking. Or just send her a, an airplane voucher. Just straight floss out. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking ball out, bro. Just send her a voucher. Be like, you choose. I don't know. Just shrug emoji. Shrug yeah. emoji. I'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. That should be plenty of time for you to get a babysitter, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guys are. Gross. I have no kids. Actually, actually, recently I referred to myself as like a childless dad bod. Oh. You know what? I'm pretty sure that's that still strikes a chord with many of the ladies. Um, I, uh, I am unfortunately yeah, at the Amy. my physical peak, so nothing real dad over happening over here. Which is even crazier, right? Because, like, listen, if you're hearing this and come to the conclusion that Jitsubitsu has always been a guy, but you women are out there thinking, like, oh, well, what's a guy that's even better? I've been totally into Jitsubitsu as a woman. Nah, here's the thing. I'm taken. I don't care. Don't send the inbox anything, like, you and pasties or whatever like that. I'm not interested. I'm just gonna block you. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things where I hope <laughs> I hope that there aren't people out there that um, that start sending you their dick pics knowing that it's you. Hold on a Be- oh shit! Look. That way. Drunk driver. Banging into cars. Holy shit. Holy shit, Jay. Hold on a second because the car just literally flipped across the street from my place. Oh, shit. Jay, hold on. I'm going to check if these people are okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening to another episode of the DPAP Podcast. Uh, We hope you enjoyed it, and if so, uh, make sure to like, subscribe, and comment, uh, and and tell your friends, tell all of your friends about what it is that happens here. And if you can't explain it, which I'd be surprised if you could, uh, just make sure that you let them know to, to listen in.